Straw Hut Media. Well, drum. Oh, come on. This is all drums. We need some music. I mean, like. Mister, I mean, can you make it stop? It's giving me a headache. <laughs> I'm waiting for the drop. To find, no, we do. From Straw Hut Media. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Good afternoon, Ryan Titty Boy. <laughs> Dang it. Every time. I don't know. Like I'm in elementary I, I school. I can't say it right. <laughs> Trust me, I got teased about my name my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Say something. I'm here. I'm here. I'm just depressed now because you just make fun of me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you are slightly depressed right now. I'm overwhelmed. That's overwhelmed all. and agitated. Oh, and I, uh, yeah, I yeah. am. I'm like on a very short. Yeah, what I is can the tell. word short? Uh, uh, you stick? flip a switch. Like it's like yeah, it's like short whew, temper. You, short temper. temper. Is that, that's it. I, I was. I always wanted to know what it would be like to have you irritated with me. <laughs> and <laughs> you now I know. And I don't like it. I'm I really sorry. just don't like it. It was yeah. like, you were like my human Xanax, like, oh, you're always happy to do whatever. And now it's like, oh, I'm not, I don't want to text Ryan, you guys. <laughs> like, we're not doing the podcast this week. <laughs> like, it's done, it's said, it's Thursdays. Oh, like, I mean, he's scaring me right now. So, but I'm glad that, you know, you're, you're, I'm glad you have it in you to be a dick. <laughs> and sometimes you have to be. Yeah. 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 I mean, I get it. I'm a dick and a lot. Um, so I know that you have housewives questions. I do. Yeah. But I think that we're going to talk to Melissa Rivers first okay, okay, about okay. her new podcast. And we're, I don't want to say we're friends, but we're friendly okay. acquaintances. Our Maybe. kids, her kid went to the same school as my kid. And I've kind of been around her for years. I mean, I always say hello at airports. Oh. And we, at the school gala, she was there and we talked a lot. Do so your kids and her kids hang out? Her son is much older. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. He plays water polo. I know that. Oh. I, re- I have a good memory sometimes. Good bodies, water polo people. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I <laughs> Want to talk about someone's kid like that? That's but true. It That's is weird. Good. It is good. It is good physical exercise, <laughs> and it's good because you can hold your breath for a long time. But we're gonna call her in a little bit here. <laughs> Wait, you hold your breath for a long? You don't, you're supposed to be water above the water. Water? You're supposed to be above the water. Yeah, but you have to be able to. I guess. What if you get stuck under? People push you down. <laughs> oh, that's oh. my biggest fear. My my family used to do that to me when we were little, and I would. What? Pan- yeah, they that's were horrible. horrible. Jeez. Yeah, my okay. dad did it a lot. Maybe Melissa will have a lot of housewives questions. Um. Well, I'm not talking about it. I'm waiting for Andy. I'll answer a couple, but I really think that less is more right now. I'm getting hammered on Twitter if I even say anything. It's like. Twitter right now is angrier and more hateful than it's ever been. Really? Well, everyone's fucking at home and depressed. That's true. And so they're That's they're true. jumping online because they can't have human interaction and yeah. they're just devouring everyone, <laughs> especially myself. Even the people that I liked and I thought we were friends. Oh like, gosh. you know, Twitter friends. And yeah. they're like, you fucking bitch. I'm like, whoa. So hey people now. are sending these messages directly to your Twitter, you know? Yeah, like, but guess and- what, people? Mm-hmm. I'm not reading them. <laughs> I'm not reading them. I go on Twitter. I do what I want to do. And then I get off Twitter. But I've decided... Okay. I'm just going to let the show play out and you guys can all watch it and you can have your opinion on me. You can love me. You can hate me. You could be indifferent. Yeah. And it's not going to change. I'm not going to let it affect me. Okay. That's good. That's hard to do. Well, I mean, I think I can do it. I mean, you have experience in this now. If it happened to me, I feel like I'd have a really hard time. Oh, you would be in like <laughs> a, a fetal position on the ground rocking Probably. back and forth. <laughs> No, it's, yeah. um, you know, you sign up for reality television to share everything, to let everyone have an opinion on you. And, yeah. you know, not everyone's going to like you. And but the hate is a little bit aggressive right now. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. It's, you know, I think that we're all just a little bit cooped up and and I'm going to give you haters and trolls a little bit of a pass. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah, Haters need hugs. Oh, they really do. They do. Not yeah. for me, but no, I'm not but a hugger. Th- someone needs to hug them. Yeah, somebody yeah. needs to do an OC hug. You know, oh. we just learned what that <laughs> we just was. Learned what OC <laughs> so Lucas Lucas was just here and he wanted to hug us when he was leaving, which is not a no no. I know. But he did an O he's like OC hug, OC hug. And I'm like, what the fuck is an OC <laughs> hug? He's like, it's an Orange County hug. And I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, people in Orange County don't care if they get COVID. They're going to the beaches, they're standing next to each other, not wearing masks. I'm like, 
But I don't want to get COVID. <laughs> I don't either. I don't want to know. I really trust in Lucas. I, I, I know Lucas is fine and safe, and he's yes. He said he's, he's going to work right now. What is he doing? He's working from home, but he's he's got his oh, cannabis business. Okay, and I thought he's going to like an office. Um, he might. There is an office. I don't know if he's working in the office, but who knows? It's a big mystery. I know what the products are really good that come out, and oh, we're good. trying to work on something together, but we both realize that I can't take edibles. <laughs> Yeah, but he eats a whole bag while you guys are recording. He's so calm. <laughs> you can eat all, I know. It's chill. It's like, no, you don't see any change. I'm just like, how is this happening? Well, he's, he's built up a tolerance in a system. It really does keep him mm. like level. And he's always happy. Like Have you ever seen Lucas? Alcohol. Like, yeah, <laughs> me too. No, I, I, he's always happy. I've never seen him. But it's like how you were seeing me for a long time. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I've seen him get mad at people, but his anger's never been directed towards me. I mean, yeah. he lived with us for a little while. He loves the boys. Yeah. And he snores. Tell. Yeah. But that's what I was like, you got to stop snoring, but you can't help it when you snore. He was I, in the loft above my bed. Oh, so I didn't have to hear it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I heard him turn over. I, turned, I heard everything, but it was like short lived. And, you know, that's what friends do for friends. If we're, I've been through rough times and he's always been there for me. And when he went through rough times, I wasn't there for him. And now we're both decent. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Everyone should tune into Black and White Conversations with Brandy, Hanan, and Lucas. Yes, they are pretty fun. They're getting funnier. Yeah, they are. I have to, <laughs> I had to lighten it up a little and throw yeah. some There's jokes. still some important things said. Yeah, Lucas had gangbanged. <laughs> yeah. I was I was like, I, like, I think I, my, my head I goes to sex. Me too. Sex. It's I just, know. That's what I think of. Like, yeah. That's it. But I, that's not what was being talked about. So um, what are we going to what are we going to do for uh the haiku oh geez (laughs) i don't know why you're asking me you write them wait what's i know i'm just i don't what's going on maybe the interview with melissa will inspire you for something you know oh yeah for sure i'm excited to speak to her i mean we we talked about news like topical things in in black and white conversations you know the beyonce thing with the 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 police gang thing yeah we did so we don't we shouldn't talk it's more serious those are too serious yeah i mean maybe kanye keep it light kanye I think Kanye is a miracle. A miracle? <laughs> I mean, what do you call it? Not a miracle. A genius. He's a okay, genius. Musical. A musical genius. Yeah. Okay. There genius. We go. Like for sure. Like he's one of a great rapper. But would you vote for him? No, because I Me wouldn't. Either. I wouldn't vote for anyone that had any kind of uh, depression issues or you know bipolar. Sure. Or I mean, it's just I wouldn't vote for myself. I have depression issues. I take sure. medication for that. I wouldn't want my finger near the nuclear button. Yeah. So I yeah. just, I feel like it's almost like a cry for help a little bit. I could have sworn that I heard that he was trying to run for president last election. Did that not happen? Am I going crazy? I don't know, but I hope that what this doesn't do is divide our votes. We all have to band together. So I feel like- if, That's, that is a fear because of mine that's as mine, well. Because if he's a Democrat, he's running as a Democrat, I think he is, or I'm not sure, but- It'd be wild if he was running as a Democrat. I know, but I mean, he's not, so we have Trump. So what, we're going to divide the the votes between Kanye and, and Biden. And that's, that's probably why Trump's lawyer is fronting Kanye. It's just, it's just- not right guys we we need to to not take this as a joke and vote because you like kanye's music we need to take this seriously we need a proper leader of our country and you know i think kanye's great but not for president not for president nope nope um did you see in the hollywood hills they're having all of these giant parties and there's like firearms and people like this jake paul guy like the people are just they're ruining it for the rest of us. Like, Jake- don't go to parties. Oh, my gosh. We want to be done with COVID. I know. And you guys are making it worse. Be be responsible. Come yeah. on, you nucks. You, what's nuts? nuts? I, <laughs> I was going to say knucklehead, and it didn't come out. I, so you just shortened it. Knuckles. You knucklehead. Just, yeah, you nuts. Nucks. Oh, that's a yucky. That's I, an ugly word. Nucks. I, I, oh, really? I like I always shorten words, so I like nuts. Nucks. Yeah, he's nuts. <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, get Melissa on that phone okay. before this goes real sideways. Okay. All right, guys. So I just said that we have um, Melissa Rivers today, which I'm a fan, and I also said that I'm kind of a friendly acquaintance. Yes. a little bit. Yes. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I was like, I remember we were talking at the gala about your son playing water polo and uh, lacrosse. Lacrosse. Oh, yes. lacrosse. Shoot. That's okay. I really, no, I really thought I had a good memory. <laughs> it is okay. You know what? Everyone's brains are 
right. a disaster right now. I can right. barely, like, I literally feel like I'm losing my mind because I just can't remember names and all. I don't know if that's happening to you, but I'll be like, oh, you know, the TV show was so-and-so and you like can't remember their name. Oh, everything. I've, I've doubled my antidepressant. My brain, I have good days and bad days. I, I feel like this is just the, the hardest time I've, I've, I mean, for the world, obviously, but for me mentally to go through, it's, is I have my kids one week and I'm great. And then they go to their dads and I'm alone. And then it's like, we're single. I'm single. You're single, right? Yes. And that's difficult. Well, I had gone through, you know, my son was a freshman in college this last year. Yep. And I had gone through the whole empty nest thing and finally had kind of, and a couple of my girlfriends were in the same position, even though they're married. But again, the either the only child leaving or their youngest child leaving. And we all had finally sort of gotten into a groove right? about what our new schedules were. I mean, we started out by going to a lot of like, six o'clock movies because that was always the witching hour when our kids would be coming home from practice or activities or whatever. Right. It um, makes sense. And they need you and you're making right. dinner. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I, no, you, we need to be needed. Yeah. at six o'clock. Suddenly we're like, well, now what do we do with the rest of the evening? Because they're not coming home at seven. So we started by going to a lot of early movies. <laughs> um, and then they all came home and suddenly we had already all sort of gotten our new groove and then we had to switch back, but also to having, kids who were net had their first real taste of total freedom. So that was right. hard for them to come home when suddenly someone's saying, what time are you coming home? And yeah, now they're sure. leave, and now they're leaving again. Wait, what do you mean? Are there, are there are opening the college? Uh, uh, where my son is. Yes. Most, most universities are giving you either a hybrid option or, you know, totally virtual or, I mean, my son's school is doing like a hybrid, but there is uh. still, living at school. Now that's got to worry. I mean, I, when they're at their dads, I worry about, you know, if the, is the housekeeper coming, who are they around? I mean, how are you handling him being at school with what's going on? Um, I don't know. I still have another week to go. I'm obviously terribly <gasps> anxious, All right. but, yep. he, but he's been very, very responsible. Um, he has a bigger bubble than I appreciate. Right. But, but they are, they're teenage. It's so hard to say. I, we do too. We have our little COVID crew that they're allowed to see. But it's so, I mean, it, there's like three kids. Um, but I'm still not super comfortable with it. But we they need it for their mental sanity. Right. I mean, part of our rules have been every everyone has, he only has two friends that are allowed inside the house. And everyone else has to be outside. He always has his mask. Um, you know, at one point, like I always used to say to Cooper, you don't have to earn my trust. You have my trust. It's yours to lose. Oh, that's good. That's smart. I mean, I, I know you have, you're, you raised an amazing kid and I, my kids are, people are like, oh, I feel sorry for our kids. My kids are very good boys. They're very respectful. They listen to me. They know that I'm a little, they know I'm crazy. Don't get me wrong. Well, but- I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, my son's genetic makeup. (laughs) But as long as like, you know, as long as they're proper individuals, I do, however, get scared because I I know some parents that really want to send the kids back to school. And I'm not one of those parents. I, I, you know, it's different for you. He's in college. He's, you know, an adult. He's more responsible. Yeah, an adult. uh Uh-huh. You know what I mean? You keep telling me he's an adult. So I'm like... But you're not making it. You're you're making decisions that prove to me you are not an adult, and that makes his head blow open. Yeah, I, that's I, I can. That's why. That's why I have messed with him. I'm like, really? Is that an adult? Is that the decision an adult would make? <laughs> so quit telling me you're an adult. But I have to say, and and props to you and the other adults in your life. You guys started off in a. It was rough, <laughs> but like it was you're rough. saying, but like you're saying, but your boys are well-adjusted, they're polite, they're all these things. And that really has to come from all sides. Absolutely. Coming together. Absolutely. And, that, I mean, and that's, you know, and that's hard and people don't realize how hard that is. And it's very impressive. Oh, well, thank you. Like well, I and, said, you have, and you have ahead. three of you in the spotlight. Right. It, it's, it's, it's been, it's been an interesting, but I feel like we're, we're finally at a place where it's just calm. And, you know, obviously the pandemic kind of has helped us a little bit because, you know, we're, we're, all home. We, we're realizing that 
we have to take every second right now and and really focus on our kids and make sure everyone's healthy and educated. And it's not about us anymore. No, but also it seems, again, from an outside point of view, that as much crazy as there was, everyone really did seem to be coming sort of from the same parenting point of view of what was expected, what kind of behavior was expected, what kind of academics were expected. Everyone, that seemed to be sort of the one area that in the long run, everyone was close enough to the same page that you've produced at this point, you know, no, absolutely. you know, normal children. And that's yeah, hard. no, they're they're great. I mean, honestly, and I, you know, as much like I go to basketball games, I'm sitting with Eddie and Leanne, and people are like, "Oh my god, I never thought I would see that." And I'm like, "Listen, I don't want my kid who's in basketball looking at two different sections when you know two different places when he makes a basket or tries to make a basket. It's better for them if we just all sit together. And it's just, you know, it's getting better and better. Leanne and I are we actually text and um, we talk about different things. Actually, but also yeah. everyone grows up. Exactly. I think that I've grown up a lot. I think that she's grown up a lot. I feel like we've all- And men just don't grow up. So everyone's already always operating around the the male person in this equation. Exactly. That's exactly (laughs) what it is. Um, But it's also, it's nice because they, like my kids always joke that they have me crazy, like here, I'm crazy. I yell at them if they don't listen or whatever. And then at their dad's time, it's like really boring. (laughs) And I'm like, you you do have the best of both worlds. You get a little crazy and- you know, then you get to go and have the calmness. So yeah, very, but it, you know, and I went through many a difficult time with my ex-husband and then he had another wife who's now ex-wife number two, you know, so there was a lot of, you know, a lot of similarities, yeah, similarities. And also just in the sense of, you know, at one point everyone just sort of hits a wall and says, okay, we can't keep doing this. Right, yeah. We no, got to find a, thing. A, a better, a better way to, to, to parent, to co-parent. Which is a word I hate. I know I do too, but it's it's you know it is what it is. Like we have to figure out a way to make sure we're bringing up the best little men that we can, regardless of our own egos and what is going on, you know, for us. And I think that I I'm going to pat us on the back, Melissa, and say that we did a really good job. Well, thank I you, mean, and especially and now it's ongoing. Pan- yeah, I mean, and with the pandemic, everybody has to really be on the same fa- page because rules have to remain the same. Absolutely. And I had a little, I had a pandemic attack because they were going to go to Montana for a vacation on a ranch. I'm like, wait, what? We're, we're going on vacation? No, we're not vacationing right now. This is not the time. And then there was divine intervention. People tested positive at the ranch and it got canceled. So there are still little things that I, I you know, I struggle with, but because that should be a decision between you know, both parents, like, can't just decide you're going to Montana on a vacation, but. (laughs) Well, everybody has to have a certain comfort level. And to be perfectly honest, Cooper and I just got back from our vacation in Wyoming. But again, you know, it's always different circumstances. We're really fortunate. It's the same place we've been going for 12 years. Um, It's very rustic. It's very low key. A friend of mine asked me, but they have a full service spa. I'm like, what? No, this is not that kind of a place. (laughs) And we go every year and it, we were there with my mom and, you know, some of her ashes we put there. So, um, you know, and we're very fortunate and everybody had to be tested before they went and the whole staff was continuously tested and they've been really stringent and knock on wood. Um, the entire county that the ranch is in has had a very low uh, COVID rate and the yeah. ranch itself has, you know, all the staff has been quarantined. People aren't allowed to run around. You have to have masks. So, you know, and so, we ended up, it was so great to be out of LA. I got to tell you. I mean, I was jealous. I was trying to invite myself on the family vacation because they do at every <laughs> summer, they do go to the ranch in Montana. And it just sounds like kind of similar to what you're talking about. It's a lot of outdoor activities. It's very, it's not, I mean, it's fancy because it's, I looked at the prices, but um, yeah, ours I, are, are, it's, it's probably vastly different than the place we go. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just, I mean, once everyone is tested and I just don't, for me right now, it's not the time to travel, but I have like, I run a highly anxious person. Like, but we drove by the way. Oh, we well, didn't that, fly. That's we completely drove. different. Yeah. We drove. We did not fly. We drove oh. back and forth. That is, see, I can do that. Like, I'm okay with the driving. Go take a road trip for sure. Yeah, 17 hours. Both oh, my yeah, God. 17 Whoa. hours. But we did it. We, there were, we had three of us who could drive, and we just took shifts. I think we stopped 
two or three times because we needed gas and snacks and we literally just powered through it. You know what? That's a, that's a memory that you're going to have for the rest of your life. And if COVID hadn't being, happened, because who, who knows? locked in a car with <laughs> five, of, five, five men between the ages of 14 and 53. Yeah, yeah, you know what though? You will, but I mean, I like some of my worst vacations with my family are my best memories. They were so horrible. Like my dad, we, we had to camp. It was just a nightmare. But now looking back, I'm like, oh my God, we were just so lucky. And it was so, we, you know, it's fun looking back. Trust oh, yeah, me. no, we actually, the, the drive, I, had, I was again being anxious. I was very anxious about the drive. Yeah. And I mean, you, uh, drive, you drove straight. We drove, well, we stopped, you know, for gas. For gas, but not like not at hotels. No, I was very anxious about the drive, but it went, everyone was really on like their best behavior in the car because I think everybody was anxious. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we, we all knew what we, you know, we all kind of strapped in for it. We were highly prepared, you know. Lots well, of lots of Red Bull in the cooler. <laughs> I was just gonna say that liquid crack that we all need. I like. Um, I'm into Celsius, but let's talk about your new podcast. Yes, it's called the group group text. Yes, Melissa Rivers group text. Well, um, tell, guess, tell us I about mean, it. As you know, people try and really put you into a lane when you're yeah. creating a podcast. Like you talk about parenting, you talk about Hollywood, you talk right. about. You know, whatever everybody's you know lifestyle. Everybody's in very much a, a, a lane. A lane. Yeah, and I see. my whole thing was, I don't want to be in a lane. And I have this great group of friends, and we have a hilarious group text. Um, always have. It's expanded now to a second one that has twenty eight of us. Uh, oh during, my god! During during COVID, but the original six of us or seven of us that were on it, we all went to college together, and it's just. I would read people some of the some of the stuff that was <laughs> flying back and forth, and they would get completely hysterical. And um, we would literally discuss everything. And I'm like, that's what I want. I want this to be like my group text, just a giant conversation about whatever's on your mind. I I feel that way as well. I don't really want. I'm not in a lane. I mean, I people say, oh, you talk about reality stuff. I actually talk about fucking everything. I'm like, well, I, I whatever. Yeah, I do too. And it's just you know, it's whatever we're talking about or whatever I'm interested in, you know, I've done, I'm a huge true crime fan. So I've done, I, I've interviewed now three true crime authors. Like, and to oh, me, that's wow. fascinating. Um, during, you know, with all these times and uh, all this, all these uncertain times, I started the can we talk fund, which I've wanted to do for quite a while. And I've sort of been waiting, waiting for the right moment to do it. Uh, obviously named after my mom, where we donate to different organizations that are spurring on and encouraging open conversation about tough topics. Oh, I amazing. changed that into sort of a mini series, an ongoing mini series on my podcast called the Can We Talk, Can We Listen series. Oh, that's cool. You know, where we, you know, where we're taking a much more serious tone. Well, yeah, you ha you can't. I feel like people expect. Oh, they're like, I listened to your podcast. It was really depressing that day. I was like, well, I was depressed. Yeah. <laughs> um, or we're we talking about serious matters. We're talking about my, you know, one of my friends. I think you might even know them, but they lost their son during this pandemic. And you know, how am I going to go on and and you know make jokes and and when this is affecting me? So I think it's important to have like a little bit of everything. It sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean, and people subscribe. God damn it. Yes, we're I having we're you. having and we're and we're having a great time. We you mean even though even in the you know which is how my family deals with things, even in the most you know in the grim grim reality that we're you know living in, as I always say to my son, we're not all, the world's not only upside down, it's on fire. Yeah, my family deals with everything through humor. So do I. That's my family. Our group text you would laugh at. We're like I, I basically just told everyone to fuck off because my dad told us. He's like, don't get me any presents this year. I still have all the ones you got me before. I'm like, thank you. I, thank I said, you. I'm, I'm glad, glad I made the fucking effort. Yeah, I'm like, I'm glad I made the effort. I'll keep that in mind. I'm like, I'm glad that you, I'm like, I go, and go fuck yourself. And then my brother yeah. chimed in and my sister chimed in. And then my dad, like, he's just an ass. And I'm like, trust me, you're not getting shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> but like, so, yeah. yeah. But that's how I sort of started. It was, you know, I during... The uh, the Democratic debates is when our <laughs> our that was like my favorite part of our group text because you know two of them were being very serious and very like <laughs> hardcore 
And I was kind of fascinating by that Bernie Sanders' hair had never looked better. <laughs> so um, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, but I mean, so it's like this whole mix of like, we would answer, like, discuss like the serious topic. And then I'd be like, ooh, what do you think of Kamala's shoes? You know? Right. So, and that's how it always went. And it it's kind of translates into the, uh, the podcast. But I mean, we are really taking on some very serious topics. I was a history major in college. So I've been doing a lot of, um, trying to put a lot of stuff in historical perspective because I'm a firm believer that if we forget the past, we're doomed to repeat it. Right. And also the past that we have learned is not, was not right. It was not correct, especially with the Black Lives Matter and everything. We were taught something, in my opinion, that was wrong. And we were well, it wasn't wrong. It was inaccurate. And, okay. There we go. You're, it, I didn't go to college, so you yeah, are correct. <laughs> it, it, it was inaccurate, you know, but that brings us to a whole other serious topic, which is always... And I find, especially with this cancel culture, that pe- what people have done in the past and said in the past and decisions they have made in the past, especially with comedians, um, they're being held. It, that was all done in a different time. time. Those yeah. kinds of things could be like I think of Kevin Hart as the example. Right. About with the FAG situation. And I mean, and even. But like, it was a, you're looking at him 20 years ago. So what you're saying is you're in trouble for something you did. 20 years ago, which 20 years ago was okay. He was, he was a young kid. He didn't but also it, he didn't. kind of, I mean, it was an edgy thing to say, not a wrong thing to say. And yet you're paying for it now, which to me means none of us are allowed to, to grow, evolve, evolve and learn. And learn. Yeah. I fully 100% agree with you. This cancel culture is ridiculous. They go back on people, things that they said, like, I don't want to be judged ago. from my worst moments. No, or, and I'm not, I don't want to be judged 20 years ago. I, like, I don't want to be judged for shit I said and did it, you know, 20. You know? And I also think that comedians, we like, they make fun of stereotypes. Stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason. And it's interesting. They're doing it so that we can laugh so that we don't have to talk about it. It loosens it. It loosens it up. And like, I love Dave Chappelle. Like he, everything he says, I'm like, oh my God, if I said that, I'd be murdered. But I, he's just spot on. Yeah. Um, but it's a uh, people are taking this so fucking like it, it it boggles my mind this cancel culture i honestly I have such a hard time with it and how many times can kevin say he's sorry like it was, he said he's it. a great example it's like uh, you know and and everything is taken and judged by the social mores of the current when you're looking at the past and you can't do that because social mores were different doesn't mean they were right nope it just means they were different. And it, it, I find that very frustrating, especially with comedians. Um, obviously, that's something that's very close to my heart. I know. About, I mean, it's just, it's impossible now. It's no, literally you, you can't. impossible. I mean, you can't say anything. I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I get, I don't trust myself in conversations. That's why I'm like, they're like, do you want to do this podcast? I'm like, mm, I'm not in control of that. And if I say something stupid, I can't cut it out. So right. <laughs> I'm not going to do that podcast. But I also, I, I also feel like we're in a situation and I'm not talking about like the black lives matter and, and, and situations that should be blowing up and be taken extremely seriously as they deserve no, the, the weight of the, the importance, the weight of it is, is so at, on a different level. Right. It's important. It was a long but, time coming and we have to take it so super seriously. But we're but not it, allowed to laugh anymore. No, we're not. We're not and, allowed to have fun anymore. We're not allowed to, to take a deep breath anymore. And, you know, it, it you know, it, I find so many of these things difficult because it's like everyone is being judged, but God forbid you be judgy back. Right. You know, it's, we've, 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 we've sort of the, and I'm talking about all of uh, humanity. We, yeah. or especially in our country, We've backed ourselves into a really bad corner. We really have. We're, we're so censored. We have to censor to the point where we don't have, we can't, I can't be creative right now because I feel like I start to write. I'm like, oh, I can't write that. I, that's not going to go over well. Like I'm so super second guessing everything that is happening. And I find myself apologizing. Like, I'm like, you know, like I'm sarcastic. I'm like, you know, I'm just joking, right? Like, right. It's well, a joke. It's and, but there's a difference between, I think, um, Oh, it just went in and out of my head about something you said about being creative. There's a difference between you, you people know where the line is and there has to be 
less, it, it's not about so much self-censoring and it, it has to be that we have to sort of internalize a level of awareness. Yeah, and it, you're right. You know, because right now everyone, and everyone creatively is so stifled, but it's I, about getting comfortable with this level of awareness and then being able to work from that point. But again, I go back to, you know, my mother always said, if you, if you can laugh with someone, you can't hate them. Well, that's you might not like their positions. You might not like what they stand for. But if you can connect with someone on a level of humor, you can't hate them. Like, I have so many people in my life that I go, oh, my God, such a fucking asshole, but truly hilarious. Yeah, no, of course. And I like I'll take if there's a serious situation happening and I'm uncomfortable, I'll make like a really inappropriate joke just to break the ice. And I do it sometimes to my own detriment because uh, they look at me like that was just fucking wrong. <laughs> but like, it makes me uncomfortable when things like take this serious tone. So I, I just say something assholic to try to bring it back around to like, let's not, let, let's be here and talk about this. Let's not be so fucking tense that we can't have a laugh. Cause if you should, like you said, your mom said, if you can laugh together, that means you connect on some level. Right. And you can't hate someone that, I mean, again, there's people you really don't, you're like, Oh my God, I hate them so much, but boy, are they hilarious. It, yeah. it changes your mindset. And everyone says laughter releases endorphins. It does. It's it's this. It's something I'm a little bit missing right now because of everything that's going on. So I'm not. I can't even watch reality TV. I'm watching like all of these like funny shows. I just watched. I'm sorry. Did you? Or is it? I'm sorry. It was hilarious. It was just sarcastic. This woman. But I need humor for my mental health right now. I yeah. need it. And again, I think everyone does. And you know, obviously, there are certain things that are going on in this world that we must take very seriously. Absolutely, we must. But I think, you know, again, the cancel culture. There's such division. Um, you know, and that's just, it's just people keep saying to me, "What would your mom think?" I said, "My mom would be devastated." Yeah, I don't I don't think that I mean, I, I met your mama quite a few times and she was very sweet. She called my mom a whore, which I thought was hilarious. Um, we were in the apprentice. It, it, it takes one to know one. I know, no, but I I loved it because we were talking yeah. about something, and I'm like, oh, my mom just says you insult everyone. She's like, well, your mother, your mother's a whore. I'm like, yeah. She, I was like, I love you so much, and I call yeah. my mom. I'm like, Joan River said that you're a whore. Like, I was so excited. She's like, um, great, Brandy. I'm like, well, I liked it so. Yeah. No, I don't think I don't think that like the comedy, like the the her way of comedy right now. I I just think she'd be calling bullshit on everything. As, oh, as most, we need somebody that has the balls to do it. No one's doing it because everyone's scared. I know, but your and mom it's like be we're scared. living. It, but I'm saying we're living in fear of the pandemic. We're living in fear of the violence. Yeah, we are living in fear of the divisions that are happening in this country. We're living in fear of saying the wrong thing. We're living in fear of being judged by you know, who we were at 20. We're living right. in fear of screwing up our children. We're living, I mean, it's just one yeah. giant ball of fear and you have to not let yourself go down the rabbit hole. Huh. It's hard. It's Sometimes. very hard. Yeah. I mean, I work for, uh, I, you know, I'm a big, advocate of mental health and suicide prevention. And I'm on the board of the DD Hurst Mental Health. Show. Yeah. And the uptick is unbelievable of people in crisis. Right now, I, I have had, a, a, I would say, a friendly acquaintance who had everything you would think he was, you know, you know, had all the money in the world. He committed suicide. And it was like, I, I people are really strong. I mean, myself as well. I, I, I've been struggling through this, especially in the beginning. Um, I didn't get out of bed. I, it was just, it was horrible. And I think that everyone I know is now is, is dealing with this and actually talking about it. And I feel like people talking about it is the first step. Cause I'm like, get a happy pill. Like I'm on Lexapro. I take 20 milligrams now. I'm not embarrassed to say that I, you know, I had to double it during this. I used to take 10. I need it. I, I and I am not saying it's the answer for everyone, but just saying, listen, I'm not okay right now. I I need help is is huge. It's huge. I mean, the other day, I was I just started to cry, like I was just weeping, and my son's like, you know, as only a 19 year old male can do. <laughs> what's wrong with you? 
<laughs> you know, oh. I'm like, oh God, you are, you are a, a, a teenage boy. Um, and you're going to be asking that in the same way for years. <laughs> um, <laughs> for the rest of your life. Yeah. Let's, can we work on the tone on this now? And I yeah. just said, I'm crying because I'm sad and I'm lonely and I'm scared and I hate the world that you're going to be living in. And I feel awful for you. And that breaks my heart, the world that you're becoming I'm, an adult in. I know. You know, and he just looked at me like, I have no idea what you're talking He's about. He's like, I'm fine. My kids are like, I'm fine. It's fine, mom. It's fine. Because I always say, I'm like, I never thought I would say this, but I want to be a grandparent. Like, I want to live long enough to see my kids' kids. Like, I want them to go and go to college. And well, how girls old are yours? 17 and a half and 13 and a half. Okay. You'll stop feeling that way when the 17 and a half year old leaves for college. He's not leaving me ever. <laughs> Only He's if you've done your job me. right. Everyone's um, like, oh, boys, like Mason, my seven, he's so sensitive. And if something's wrong with me, he doesn't leave my side. Like, he, like, cause I'm always strong. Like, I don't let them really see me get. You, trust you know, me, get that grandkid thing out of your head till he hit, his, hits at least 25. Well, I did tell, like, he had a girlfriend for a while. And I know what was happening. And I was like, I am not ready to be a grandma. At all. Let's yeah. be clear on that. But now with the pandemic, I'm like, I'll take a baby. Someone wants to give me a baby, I'll take it. <laughs> oh, if anybody wants to hand me a baby, I'm more than happy. I'll even take a toddler at this point. I know, right? I feel the same way. And I feel like, uh, I, especially when, when I'm alone, when the kids go to their dads, it's it's very much like, it's just super hard. Do it's, you it's bust like, into tears like I do every time you oh, see a cute time. little boy walking down the street? Like that little cute five-year-old oh. thing where you did like, yeah. And that and, voice, they still have the baby voice. Like my kids were like, Hey mom. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. And the, yeah. and the hair and the smell and the locked Aww. doors and just, oh, a little chubby. I like a little chubby baby. Can somebody yeah. give me a chubby baby, please? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll take a five-year-old. I'll take a, like any of those ages where they're so, where they just love you. No, they're obsessed. Wait, wait, so and what, love you openly. Right. They're because they're not like cool anymore. But right. my kids are pretty like they just they, they know I'm crazy in that. Like I'm like, hold my hand or do this. They they're uh, they have fear of me a little. So that's good. Oh, good parenting is based on just the right amount of fear. Fear and Chardonnay. We yeah, well, like, always says to me, I know you're gonna kill me. I know you're he would say to his friends, Oh my god, I'm gonna be in so much trouble. I'm like, that's all you need to know. Exactly. You have they that have little have bit of respect. fear. Well, they also have to have boundaries. Right. But my, like I feared my, my parents for sure. And I respected them. And, and I feel like that's a lot of these entitled kids that where, you know, our kids went to school or go to school. They, they don't have that. And I was like, friend whose kids, you know, they've only ever done like the, we discuss issues. I'm like, we don't fucking discuss issues. It's a right or a wrong. There's not, you know, and he would report to me, but don't you want to hear my side of the story? No, I'm not. I say to him, I'm really not that interested. And if I am, I'll let you know. No, seriously. I am the- not. I don't care. I'm not. You did X, Y, Z. But but I don't want. I'm not. I'm simply not that interested in your side of the story. No, they they have to have that boundary. I don't want to be their best friend. I want them to respect me as their parent. And they do. We come. We have dinner every night at the table. They're not the. I'm not the best cleaners. I'm like, clear, clear your dishes. I'll find forks in the garbage. I'm like, you guys. Yeah, no, but we on. sit down every night. My parents sit down with me every night. Yeah, me too. You know, it's, it's, it's very stabilizing. But we, that's like when babies, like when I was, when they were babies, I had a routine. So now this is my new routine is more like we're sitting down, we're having dinner. We have like the highs and lows and the, they're always like the lows that I have to sit here yeah. and I want to be on a game. I'm like, fuck you, eat your dinner. Yeah, put your game, put your phone away. Right. Or they can and don't think, by the way, and don't think you're fooling me that you're not texting under the table. Oh yeah. No, they can't have their phones at the table. They, like I'm, I'm, I'm very, there's like I said, like we played Yahtzee once and they were cheating and doing stuff. So I threw the cup at Jake's head, but it's a plastic cup. Yeah. <laughs> they, they fear me. Well, but my mom needs to cheat at games all the time. So I can't really get uh, after Cooper from that. I one. cannot, I, like I hate cheaters and I hate when people cheat at games or they don't take it seriously. I'm so competitive. I want to win knowing that I won not cheating. Yeah. Well, but, they don't want to. They don't want to sit here with me. Like I get one game out of them, and then they're like, "Bye, lady." Oh yeah, yeah. But but I mean, it's it's it's. Oh, I miss. I I love them, and they're not here this week, so I, that's why I'm getting a little emotional. And I'm on my period, which is I just had two weeks ago, so that's fun. 
um, it's like premenopausal you, shit. Yeah, you're 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 heading towards yep. the trifecta. It's, it's the time. I know. It's I had it for two months straight. Then I didn't have it for two months. Then I had it for two weeks, and then not a week. And then I, it's yeah, I had are, it again. Are you, break, are you breaking out? Um, no. Well, I have psoriasis, and I'm breaking out <laughs> in psoriasis. Like just from my stress, I'm basically covered. Um, I've never had it this bad in my life. But I, I'm stressed about every single fucking thing. I stress about going to the grocery store. I stress about. Everything, you know, I think so. everybody does right now. Yeah, it's and I'm, I'm fat because all I do is eat. All I do oh, is everybody. I ran into a friend and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to say anything. But you're like, holy shit. You have not done one sit up this entire pandemic. Nope. Nope. Hasn't happened. My friends and I are like, we're on, we are on a group text, which I actually start the group text. And then I always end up deleting myself out of it because they start to annoy me with the, all of their answers. I'm like, Oh, this is just going on. They're like, you fucking started it. And then you're, you're out of it. I'm on like three different ones. The family yeah. one, they're pretty good about, it. we all just tell each other to fuck off. My mom won't say it. Cause she doesn't say fuck. Cause she's boring. Um, no, she's sweet, but, um, no, this the friend ones, they go on a little bit. I don't know how you have all of those people on one. I would probably kill myself. Well, we just, you know, again, everyone just sort of checks in when they feel like checking in. You yeah. know, people are sharing. I have to say our big one, people have been sharing tons of different things. There was a whole, one of our friends built this amazing new garden in the back of his house, this huge garden. So we've been sort of living that process. We have a lot of people posting pictures of food. We started with a lot of pictures Ugh. of alcohol. Yeah. We, um, I have all the me- people, my friends send memes like, like, oh, there's a, we heard there's a, like a traffic stop between the hallway and the kitchen. You know, the police are I'm like. Yeah, no, we don't, we don't do the memes on ours, but you know, it's been a lot of, again, we're such a large group and dispersed throughout the country that it's actually been really helpful. Um, that is great. Because everyone's sharing a lot of information. Um, yeah. But again, I dropped off, you know, people drop off and join back up all the time. Can you join back up? Because I have the, my two girlfriends that are, are on it in New York. Um, they just go about on about things I don't know about because I'm not in New York with them. And it's like, and they, I don't know certain people that they're talking about. So I don't really feel like I want to be on it. But, but now no, you just like don't I, answer. I feel like I miss them and I want, I want back in. I've, but then, I've none of us have like gotten off of it completely. But, you know, our big, big, big one on the Wicker platform, we've just all been like, you know, someone will be gone for a week. We're like, hey, where have you been? You know? Yeah, but- no, I mean, it's great. I just like for some reason they give me my my phone gives me everything gives me anxiety right now. Like I'm living on Xanax. It's amazing. I can. I The nice thing is, is I just turn the the volume off. Oh, I don't have the dings. I don't get them. I just have to turn it over so I don't see a light come on. I have no notifications. I just they, I can't. I don't know. What's wrong with me? It just really fucking well, there's a lot. Go- there's a lot going now. Are you guys? Are what is going on? Is is what? Housewives. Yeah. Well, they they had to shut down production. Um, at the very you know right when the pandemic started, we were like you know kind of finishing, and then we had to still do interviews. So they had we all had to do the COVID testing, and then they came into our houses and set up these lights, and we all look horrible. Actually, I just look horrible on them. But we did we did them remotely. They had a you know computer set up, and the questions were all remotely done. They just did the reunion, and that was all remote as well. So you know the show must go on, I guess. But it, it is a whole different world. I know that they've started production in Orange County. They're actually they were at Lake Arrowhead, and then one of the ladies tested positive. It's just well, what's I, so I, weird is because you know of production, and the, we shoot everything so far in advance that you've got a whole season. Where people yeah. are not even discussing COVID. That's true. That's true. And that's actually, I've stopped watching the reality because it's just too scary for me right now. But you're right. It's like right before. And I said to them, I said, this might be the last season of Housewives ever because what what if we can't congregate and throw wine at a dinner table ever again? Like, how do you how do you have these trips and these, you know, meetings? you know, with all of these women right next to each other. And I, I feel like, you know, it's just going to change. Well, you're a producer. So, you know, it's going to, it's got to, something is, I don't know what, I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. And everyone keeps saying we're going to be going back into production on all these things, but I'm just not quite sure how yeah. or when, or, you know, everyone keeps saying, you know, there's going to be all these rules and everyone's almost agreed to all of them. And yeah, I, I just don't know how it's going to happen. 
I feel like people are being a little, what is the word? Um, Optimistic. <laughs> yeah, a little. And then also like, like they think, I mean, it's actually getting, from what I've read and seen, it's getting worse. And then people are just getting so antsy that they're like, fuck it, let's do this. And I'm like, no, we actually did that once. We got antsy and reopened too soon. And now it's worse than ever. Well, have so, you been reading about all these house parties? Yes. I, I'm just like, are these people fucking stupid? I don't, I just think about it's they're assholes because they're the ones that are going to get it and give it to us like it's it's they're so fucking selfish yeah i mean again my friends and i were just talking about this which is why is it so hard to wear a mask, mask. yeah why is it I don't so hard understand. why is it so difficult no, they want to be defiant they want to be looked at as like oh i'm cool i don't have to they don't realize it's so that we don't get sick it's not like but again they think it's, it's just it, you know it's someone very intelligently Put it in terms of also like when everyone first was forced to wear seatbelts. Yeah, that's very now it's everybody wears true. a seatbelt and doesn't question it. That's so true. I didn't think about that. You're right, yeah. but I, I didn't come up with it. But I read, I saw it somewhere. Someone, but hopefully, we'll get to a point where we one day that we don't have to wear those masks. Because yeah. I'm just you and I are getting single and older by the second. So no, I, I I I feel like I'm directly heading into the gray gardens. I feel like phase I feel that of that's my life. My life. <laughs> I feel like okay, this is it. I'm going to be single and alone forever, and we're wasting like being yeah. single during this time is. Is very difficult. I mean, a lot of my it's married friends. It's very depressing. It is. My married friends want to kill their husbands. But at but, least you, but again, you have someone there supporting you, though. You right. don't go to bed alone. Right. And now, luckily, you have your son back full time. He's full time back with you until he goes away, right? Right. He's well, leaving on the 16th. Jesus. I think God's just fucking with us. <laughs> I mean, this is this is probably, you know, I'm online dating, but I'm never meeting up with these people. I just meet them and I match with them and they're like, hey, let's get together. I'm like, are you insane? Yeah, I don't I'm know. I don't, I, don't buy in, I don't do the online dating. Uh, you have, that's the only way to do it. Oh, God. Right now, I'm just trying to keep, you know, keep my head no, above it, the water. It keeps you entertained because you can just scroll through these idiots and be like, oh, pretend. And like, I pretend to be different people and then I just erase them and delete them. It's, it's actually yeah, I kind of I'm up being different people. At least that will keep me amused. <laughs> that's what that, it's basically what I use it for. Nice. Well, it was so nice talking to you, and we so look nice forward, talking to you. And we look forward to your new podcast. It's been on. You had about ten episodes or so already. And um, oh, more I think at this point. Oh. But yeah, group te- Melissa Rivers group text. Knock on yes. wood, it's doing really, really well. So that's fun, and it's you know you can go and see what the different episodes are, and we've done everything from fashion to the royals to the pandemic to very serious social situ- uh, social uh, awareness discussions. This week we did more true crime. You know, it's... It's a little bit of everything. It's, it's like a, a mixed bag of everything. Of you can always yeah. find something interesting. Yeah. Well, perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here. Stay safe and, you know, stay sane, I guess. That's what we should uh-huh. be saying. You too. <laughs> okay. Thanks, babe. All right. Bye. Bye. love her i feel like i get her on a level like because we're we have such similar lives yeah i get like i get it she's awesome i'm gonna listen to her podcast because i listen to a lot of podcasts i know you are i'm gonna (laughs) listen to one not about true crime because that scares me because it's true you don't like true I crime? I can't. I get scared. You fit the demographic of the people that like true crime i used to watch snapped and then it's really depressed me and I started thinking like there's all these killers on the loose and then I just, I, I stopped. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not good with it. Wow. I bet you I could find one that you would like. Maybe. I'm just don't, I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared of cat. <laughs> on our break, we were talking about if my dog could murder your cat. Yeah. Buddy and could fully kill Squish. Definitely not. Murder. Straight up. Buddy has no Squish claws. Squish would be squishy. <laughs> He has Squish claws. would kick his Are ass. Are you kidding? With that FUPA, she could hardly move. <laughs> Buddy is like, he's strong. He's all muscle. Look that at him. He's not all muscle. That is not that oh is my, not. That's all muscle. He's, flex, Buddy, dude, flex. You have, you've not seen him go after the dogs in this neighborhood. He no. goes for the throat and he's got a really big jaw. He would fucking murder Squish. Uh, I don't believe it one second. Well, let's just let's figure it out. <laughs> Put him in a room. <laughs> that could be the new thing. Which animal? Which pet would survive? That would be. Uh, does really, that mean one of them 
dies. <laughs> I mean, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't either. like that for Buddy. But maybe well, I don't like that for Squish. <laughs> Squish would be dead. Yeah, right. It would squat it, squished out all over the place. And his guts would be squishing out. Uh, <laughs> okay. No well, any um, any last minute questions? Oh yeah, I said I was going to ask some questions. Right. <laughs> okay, here's one. <laughs> is your voice cracking, or is you think you're going through your, your puberty? I Go. hope not. Okay, how do you feel mm-hmm. after last night's episode? I don't feel any kind of way. You don't feel any way. I don't have an. I don't have an opinion. Oh, okay. I feel better. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> I'm happy that you feel better. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping that was going to lead to more questions. Yeah. Um, see, here's the thing. I'm going to speak to Andy about it. I'm going to I'm going to talk about it. So I don't. I'm trying not to talk about it. And I'm getting texts from my friends saying, "Shut the fuck up." So I mean, if there's a specific question, it was nice to hear some ladies saying some things about you, you know, and taking side, taking your side. I guess I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm here's the thing. I think that they're not on my side or Denise's side. I think they're on the side of the truth. Yeah. And yeah. that is where it just that's all I would like to say, except for the fact that I've never ever said that I had sex with anyone in that group <laughs> ever. Okay. All right. Um, that was a, that would have been my next question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not that they're not all beautiful women, but like I would never, I just don't see that ever happening. I've never <laughs> asked them to. <laughs> and if I was going to have sex with one of them, clearly it would be Erica. Oh. Yeah. I mean, obs. Obviously. Yeah. So, nope. Never happened. Didn't ever said it. That's all I would really say. Just <laughs> okay. get that out of the way. <laughs> okay. They're all beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, they all look great. All beautiful. All fashionistas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All, all right. right. Well, Haiku. Then. Haiku. Haiku. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> all right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. He's fucking got this. He will fucking murder squish. That big white fupa will be squished like poopa. She'll be like, Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week, and if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.